the way they worship God, it was not regulated by any external condition. Through thick and thin, they were worshippers of God. Through hard times and good times, they were worshippers of God. And I pray that that Christianity will be your type of Christianity. The kind of thing that Ruth modeled. Say, where you die, I will die. Where you go, I will go. Your God will be my God. And these are the people God blesses in a strange way. Everything in God's word is true. Especially Matthew 6, 33. Is very, very true. Personally, I'm tired of buying things. My dream is that I will never go to town for 10 years. I've never, I don't know any shop yet I have everything. It's possible. And my life will be exactly like that. Amen. Not because I'm a pastor. You know, there are some pastors, when they talk about prosperity, simply because it's like a, uh, an institution where people give things to them. Without the people, they will never prosper. That is not what I'm talking about. So all your prosperity, prosperity is just certain mechanics that you are using. It's my birthday, bring me something. You know? And this and that. All of those things. What if you don't know your birthday? How will you prosper as a man of God? When as the prophets, which one of them were, they were celebrated? On their birthday. Is it Elijah or Elisha? Nobody. But they lack nothing. So don't press too hard for these things. That is not how God says he will bless you. The way he says he will bless you. Pastor or no pastor. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all other things. I like the word he uses shall be added. See, he didn't say you buy. We don't buy a wife. So don't think we is everything we buy in the world. I want you to understand the the words of Jesus. Say it will be added. We don't buy children. They are added. I was with a minister. He said he felt he has finished giving birth. I think his eldest child is forty one years old. After their last born, seven years later, then he realized that the wife was pregnant. Seven years later. So what can we do? No problem. And today that child too, I think is 21 years in the medical school. The Lord acts. So when Jesus says, let's allow Jesus to be Jesus. A lot of us are controlling him. That's why things don't work. He's very big. He will add to you. You'll be surprised. His own church, he added to the church. Is it your own life he can add to? All you have to do is to seek first the kingdom of God. It's righteous. If your attitude is, Lord, I will die with you. And you really mean it. If I die, I die. And those who say that they don't die. Because Jesus said, if you lose your life, you will save it. But those who save it, they will lose it. You know, if Esther had saved her life, she would have died. And she said, if I perish, I perish. She went forward and she did not perish. 
So this is just a word of counsel to you. Listen, God can bless you faster than your prayers. If we don't clap and stomp our feet and shout, he won't come in. No, he blesses faster than that. So before you call, I will answer. But how does he do it? He does it as you put him first. You seek him and his kingdom. Just that. You make that your priority. Then all other things shall be added. When Pastor Kumi was in school doing his postgraduate program and he finished. He said he used to go and pray on a certain tennis court every night. And one of the nights he said, oh God, what would that have me to do? I finished this school. I have to go back to where I come from. But my whole life is for you. Whatever you want to do with it, do it. And then the Lord said, I've heard you because you are seeking me first. Then the Lord dropped in his heart to go to his head of department and tell him that he wants to teach in the school or teach mathematics. So in the morning, he set off to go to the place. So when he was going, it was actually, you know, university, they have all kinds of names, provost. There's something called provost. He was the one he was going to, to talk to that, I want a job. I want to be here and teach. So when he was going, his head of department too had gone to the provost to tell him that they need a mass lecturer. So they bypassed each other. When he was going, he met him at the corridor. So, how are you? He said, I'm going to see Provost. He said, I want to teach here. Is there any opportunity? Oh, yeah, yeah. That is why your, your boss just came here. Okay, that's it. Tomorrow, start work and start teaching them. And they gave him a flat. Then all the people that will give him everything, God gave, they started coming. Students, about 15 people. Even his wife was among them. He went for witnessing on the street and he, and he met a wife who was a Muslim, witness to her, and then the lady came and joined them. 1981, she became his wife. You, you are smart, you are looking for a wife. You get a ritual. I'm telling you, you get a nice witch. And then you get a stressful job on top. One of my friends I left in the UK is a PhD, he lectures, has won award and whatever. One time, we were even building this place at that time. He saw it, he said, wow, come here and sow seed or whatever. That is something else. Then he took a picture of a train station. You see, very busy train station. Then he wrote and died. He, he was of me and said, you have missed this stress. You have missed this stress. He forgot about his lectureship. He said, this is the stress you have missed. I want to remind you that you have missed a certain stress. We are in it, but you have missed it. But Jesus never stresses you. He will give you rest. Some of you, your stress is not actually being your boss who is stressed. You don't mind Jesus. You don't read daily strength. You get up in the morning, boom. 
and your boss is not disturbing you at all it's just because the lord is not there with you a feather weight has become a heavy weight something as small as a feather you are fainting and diet every day you are tired the piano bread jesus said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i'll give you rest sometimes your load is your job say come unto me you have come for forgiveness but you are still fending for yourself i mean so now bread oh bread oh plasma tv so bread It has reminded me of a guy, he said, he had a satellite with over 200 stations in abroad. He was staying in Switzerland. And he came to Ghana. He said, you are very lucky. He said, I have satellite with over 200 stations. I can't find the time to watch. He's laboring. He can't find time to watch. Sometimes you don't even find time to eat because you're under stress all that i'm saying is that this jesus you see jesus is not in the class of those who make coats you know sometimes you see a coat including me coats says jesus doesn't give coats come on to know that labor is not a coat jesus gives truth not coats you will see that when you're you are restful there is nobody who is not here who is at rest sinners and saints in absentia you are a backslider how will you rest ask them the bible said the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways judah says he wants to be a real estate developer so he's betraying jesus and look what a stress the first parcel of land you bought you could not develop it he died on it let's seek jesus and be like john who lay his head on his bosom and you shall find rest for your soul your soul there is tiredness and there is tiredness when your soul get tired you really get tired your body can be tired but your soul can still be strong but when your soul get tired you are ready to pack baby said my soul why are that cast down but the strength for not only spiritual life but soul energy vitality it comes from the christ the rest he speaks about is actually for the soul eternal life for your spirit that means you go to the father you will never die you won't go to hell to hades but rests is for your soul and sometimes the devil exchanges the rest and gives you a stress for your soul and then happy tension follow nervous breakdown follows anger comes in and all kinds of poisonous release 
in your soul. May the Lord deliver any one of us from being a victim of the stress of this life. Hallelujah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I love the man. You have to love your father so I can share his story. And that was how uh, my life a little bit has been like that. As a lecturer, when he went for further studies in, in the UK, a place called Chelsea College attached to the University of London. Every day, his church was in there. He was a founder of a small church, a few hundreds. Every day, he, every night, he went to where the Pentecostal charismatic revival was on in those days. Every, every night, he said he was there. In the university, every night on the tennis, tennis court, praying, got a job after that. In the UK, every night in that church, every night. I want to show you how God blesses people. If you don't take it the way you are living your life, still at the age of 60 and things like that, you will still, you will still be stressed. You'll still be going to market. Hmm. You'll still be asking for the value, the cost of a tin of milk, a meal, and fighting with your grandchildren. I'm telling you, for this serving God thing is in stages. As some church members, you don't know the cost of one tin of milk. Is it the man of God? The, uh, their father who will know. So as I'm talking to you, you have to advise yourself and choose what kind of life and future you want. So leave all these people who come to you with insurance policies. The seller. As for this world, the fake things. I don't watch advert. I say the fake people have come. Go, go, go. We can't entrust this here. It's a deal utopia. No, no, no. It's a lie. Jesus is the truth. What he was going to do was going to take six months. Now people travel and they want to, you know, they want to stay. Some people run away. I think one of my friends, they went for pastor's program in Israel, whatever. Some of the pastors ran away. <laughs> They ran away to Jerusalem and Damascus. They, they, they didn't find them again. He left, he left his congregation here. Six months of program. Within three months, he had finished. Diligence. Why? I have a camp meeting with the brethren back at home. And they were paying him there and paying him back at home. But not knowing that this head of the department has spoken to the white man there, that this guy, don't let him come. He has brains. The university needs him. Delay him, keep him there until all the religion gets away from his mind so that we can use him. And, you know, according to you, said, white men, you know, they are honest. They won't lie. So the white man told me, that's what your boss told me, that we should keep you here. It's so impossible. I'm going. And then he came. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yesterday he was telling us, he said, I've been to many places. 
you know, saying not because of pride, I'm saying this. Yeah, I've been to many places. Strange places. First class countries and other countries. And the experiences that go with it. Amazing experiences. Later on, you went back to UK at the invitation of a church. Then because they love him so much, they say they do that for every pastor, visiting pastor, you know, that is respected. Can we take you around? You said you came here in 19, whatever. But you don't know this place. You don't know this park. Let's, let's take you and you arrange, cast this, that. He never honored one of those courtesies. Let's go and see. Look, when we get to heaven, is it there's a place in London called Hyde Park? And Kumasi has Ratri Park. There are better parks in heaven. There are what? Say it like you mean it. There are what? Parks, papebi, with 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 lawns, worshiping God. So what is all this UK Hyde Park? Yeah, let's go here. Let's go to Trafalgar Square. Yes. Zero. Why? It will affect what I came to do. I came here to preach. Every day I'm preaching. If I go out with you people to go and be roaming about, I won't have something to say in the evening. So leave me alone. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You would have forgotten your Bible. Walking about in, in London. <laughs> Then when you come in the night, you come and tell them about how you ate KFC and McDonald's. Then when you come down, those of us here, we are dead. Because we are going to blow our stories. You went to this shop and you went to this place. May you have a Christian life that shops and boutiques and places and food will come to you but you will not go to them. In case you have forgotten that God does that, he does that, he can bring them to you until he serves you in front of your enemies. Sunday, I'm going to preach a certain message. You have to be here. The whole place must be filled. If you love your life, be here. If you want to move on. Don't laugh, I'm very serious. Because this is your last card. And yes, you need God. And don't mind those people think they have made it. The only is diminishing returns. Some of the saddest people are the richest people. Yes. Saddest. Richest. Are the paradox. But you see, God wants to bless you. He wants to give you shalom. Shalom, shalom. Peace. Everything about God is peace. Jerusalem. Salem, peace. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. You know, the things like this. The more money they get, the more peace they lose. That is the trade. So money is coming and peace is going. But the Lord is able to give prosperity with tranquility with peace peace perfect peace in this dark sinful world amen i hope by now 
you are reassessing things that jesus will be number one even you the way you were happy sing you sing you're happy here when a, a certain pastor came here he was enchanted with you he, he loved peter king is it god who will not love you eh? and when he loves you that is when the strange things begin to happen you know there is the universal love of god for god so loved the world that one doesn't do anything for you you would you'll be saved but the personal love when god begin to get personal jacob have i love then it's that yes things are going to happen so let's look for jesus amen, amen. let's look for jesus your husband is in jesus like eve was in adam your wife is in jesus nobody is responsible for keeping a wife your wife or your husband is in jesus and i warn you if you try any other way you will see what you have on your hands it's beautiful at the start with all these pictures but without jesus i've seen it many times many times the sorrow and the pain that they bring upon themselves amen and all you, you got to do is to wait for god amen yeah he'll be there for you praise god don't mind people tell you stories you are you are getting old i never married because i checked my age after i married then i checked my age after i married i was reading about my father in the lord somebody called him and had to advise me that look please you try and marry first seek ye first even at the age of 70 plus god gave him a virgin the virgin was 65 years old 65 year old virgin it's only god who can preserve a wife for you so that we serve the mighty god Anytime I visit Jesus, I look beautiful. I don't need anybody to check it for me. I can see him in the mirror that I'm beautiful. When I when I visit Jesus. When you visit Saloon, are you not beautiful? Yeah, the sisters. True or false? The brothers, when you go and shave your head, don't you think you are beautiful? So when I say you visit Jesus, you look beautiful. You don't you don't understand what I'm saying. His presence is the place for renewal of strength, renewal of energy. Huh? So that you stop drinking energy drinks at the age of 20, the beer ginseng or uh, blue jeans, and the one here, those drinks. Hmm? Whereas there is so much energy 
It's called virtue. Even his garment is energized. If a mosquito is sick and he settles on your shirt, nothing will happen. You will still be sick, but not the garment of Christ. So I am just advertising Jesus for you. Amen. Advertising Jesus for you. It's unfortunate that pastors have become louder than Christ. They don't even preach him. Last Sunday, one of my bishops, his message was, why we preach Christ? I said, yes. That's my bishop. He's preaching. Why we preach Christ? Amen. Love him. Trust him as the days go by. Trust in Jesus. That is all. Trust in Jesus. That is all. You think I know what will happen to you tomorrow? No, I just trust Jesus. Trust in Jesus. That is all. Not that is some. That is what? Trust in Jesus. Maybe I should write it and put it in my office. It's a it's the ultimate counseling. Whatever your problem, when you finish speaking, I say, Have you seen you on the wall? Trust in what? That is all. If you trust him, whatever he tells you, you will do it. That is all. Mary said, Whatever he tells you, whatever he tells you, do it. And the people saw that Jesus could manufacture wine. And he has not stop manufacturing wine whatever you have tasted what he gives tastes better than that which one of you can can say that you know what when i was not born again i was better off which one of you if you can say that you are not born again you should see them come to my office they are not even in this church with broken hearts. Sometimes they'll be walking around and some of them can pop into my office. Then later they will tell me that when I come to your office and you speak to me, I'm just I'm just blessed. That's why I just I just I don't really have I just want you to talk to me. And they don't know where it is coming from. There is the man is inside me. I feel now probably I'm in a kazacho. I remember now they're now more lumba. And again. That is it. And this should be a motivation for you for evangelism. Do it. Witness. I saw Pastor Bastet or say, if you see for souls, you will find them. Because there's nothing in their life. A whole she knew. I drive and weep at the same time when I'm going. Sometimes I can stop and say one word. One time I was going with Ayunsu to the house. Bay at 10.30 p.m. Getting to 11. Girls in your new girl, black, black. Uh, ping, ping. They are going to prostitute themselves. And I'm saying, I'm I think that time there were some boys. What are the girls with those boys? They said, where are you going? I said, we are going to Kono. I said, no, we are going to help. Kobu Zemjem. What is Samuel Kokono? What to shock which now? 
And you say in your kwakono. Have compassion on them. There's nothing in it. Potiphar was a boss, a general in the Egyptian army. He used to call a poor boy, house boy, to discuss his private issues with him. One of the ethics of pastoral work is confidence. I could have told you stories. Oh, what a privilege. What a privilege. One time I was there, I had a call because there was a situation in the bank. <laughs> we involving huge sums of money. If you don't help us, we are in trouble. Not that I have money to give, they say, no, do something. They don't have something that can do something. Talk to, talk to head office for us. <laughs> Another pastor to say he was there, then they also came to him that we have not met our target. A branch of a bank they came to the pastor we have not met our target is, is, is that my problem <laughs> speak to god for us pastor kumi was telling some of his ministers he said don't try to impress big people and appear as if we need something from them he said they, they come to us don't go they come to us and he was talking about the leaders in this country in government and then he said the thing is like tennis ball when you throw it it comes back to you so why are you going back to the thing is coming back to you paul said in him i hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge you see that is why when paul meets the people he talks plenty you people you are lucky is it i don't know that is luck or it is a bad thing that you just want you know one hour preachment, sermonettes. No. The apostolic preaching was marathon preaching. You can cut his head off, he does not care because he is filled with the knowledge of Christ. That's why we pray for revivals because it resets the church well. It's a reset button. My mom for tenacity meeting and some long time comes. I have been to, we have no idea. Back to back preaching from six in the morning till nine p.m. with only about two hours break. No dancing, <laughs> preaching the word, and that's always been like that. But that was John Wesley, his holy club whether it was the early Pentecostals, those at Azusa Street, whether it was in Korea, that paved the great river. That is how it has all been. Or Congo, in Africa here, mighty move of God. Or in Wales, a people who don't have time for God, God will not have time for them. They have time for every other thing except God. Amen. Second Peter chapter one. Lord has spoken to you. How many of you will love the Lord? Amen. You will love the Lord. Everything about the Lord is true. Absolutely. When you read Isaiah 60, it's true. That's why I say you should be here on Sunday. This Sunday, if you miss it, you have missed a spiritual password into the year for your sorrow. Come to church like 
you have never come before in a special way if you can wait on god wait on god everything about the word of god is true it's not a quote it's a quotation quotation no it is true second peter chapter one from verse four whereby i given unto us exceeding great and precious promises whereby are given unto us succeeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature the one without stress having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust that is where look up here are you okay that is where a huge sum of the world's money go into through last it is the minds the of money and beside this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity which is love now from this passage he has given unto us exceeding great and precious promises and beside this given all diligence we should add i call these things the handles for living the christian life the handles because the Christian life is to be lived. It's not, it's not even to be learned. Beyond the learning is the living. The Bible says knowledge puffs up. There are too many quiz masters in the church. Do you know this? Do you know that? And it gets us nowhere. But the heart of God, our Father, who has redeemed us through our lord jesus christ is that we will leave leave the christian life to leave and there are handles for that these handles are what we have read about they are right here in the word of god they are giving unto us that's why he said teaching them to observe now we have to get our hands firmly on these handles we have to get our hands what don't don't get your hand loose on them get your hands firmly in my readings i discovered that an eagle has 10 times the grip of the human hand so if you can hold somebody's hand so strong and squeezes that they can move the eagle has 10 times that so sometimes maybe it's a snake it can just just one time and then it's, it's under control you can even carry a whole baby and some lightweight human beings can take them away because he has firm grip now it is our firm hands on these handles that make us fruitful and useful Christians. There is no magic to, to it. 
For instance, God himself told Joshua exactly what to do. How many of you want to know exactly what to do? You want God to tell you exactly what to do? Amen. You know what some people do? God, I want you to tell me exactly what to do. Then they'll close their Bible. What a big mistake. That is how you come up with all kinds of things. In the name of God has spoken to me. <laughs> there was a guy. I don't think he even finished school. He had an opportunity to come to the university. And then he said, God has spoken to him exactly what to do. What is it, brother? You should write another Bible. <laughs> if you had read from Timothy, he would have realized that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. That's already been given. Forever, O oh God, I will settle in Another person to say, these are people I knew, not that, you know, somebody told me. It's like he turned himself into God, commanding people. He said, God has told him. Listen, when you say God has told you, be very careful what we're coming to tell us before you look like a fool. God has told that from today, you should not go outside and buy food. You should be sending people. And strangely, I was the only one he could not send. He sent all the brothers. They were all confused. <laughs> I was sending them, prayer secretary, send him. Uh, this one, send him. He sent them left, right, sent. At a point, he told them, he, he sent them to one man. He said they should go to a certain man of God in town. He was now a center of power, giving orders. That God says you should come and have a conference in his church or with him. And that, I think he extended the authority there over there. That you should invite certain people, daughters and <laughs> some people to come. And it was all madness. The brother was mad. <laughs> the last time I heard of him was headmaster. <laughs> headmaster of Mercedes. <laughs> God has become a headmaster. <laughs> across them i met another guy and i began to you know mark his 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 words christianity is christianity one time i was talking to him and then he said you know this whole thing is about consciousness consciousness and then the holy ghost in me went like Bing. something is happening to this guy watch out he's also like a madman now though not fully mad but at the point he said i am christ wonderful if you want god to speak to you this one yes it stays on top of any other voice dreams visions prophecy don't be shaken by prophecy what is prophecy when paul came to the church at Cohen, he just stood there watching them were prophesying live and said that when he said hey judge all of them judge everything they have said judge it don't, don't allow them to go home let them sit down and judge everything they have said before they start creating confusion now if joshua was going to have good success as the lord told him then he should have his hands firmly on the instruction the lord gave him what was the instruction joshua 1 8 this book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth now 
that i'm using joshua as an example that is equivalent to the to the message the holy spirit is giving us through peter this book of the law shall not depart out of my have your hand firmly on the book of the law and then you are going to have good success now for us in the new testament have your hand firmly on these things joshua was going to have good success you have your hand firmly on these things and what is going to happen second peter chapter 1 verse 8 for if these things be in you and abound see there is room for increase in grace that means virtue can increase you know the bible said that virtue left him so virtue can increase you can increase in excellence in moral excellence in moral energy in your uprightness you can increase in knowledge growing grace and the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ you can when you have been a christian for a long time your knowledge should be increasing and the way you know this increase is not because now you have become a data bank no it's, it is your life is the evidence of the increase of knowledge the way if you have increased in love what does it mean it doesn't mean that you have now found more vocabularies for love it means you are loving people better and more that knowledge has increased in god knowledge is for application not just for celebration application so if you know about the coming of the lord everyone that has this hope in him purified himself that you see it does something to you amen it does something to you so if these things be in you and abound and that sets the expectation clear that the, these things must, must abound the word abound it comes across in the epistles see you you abound in love you abound in grace they make you that you shall neither be barren nor fruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ then verse 10 says and you shall never fall if these things be in you you shall never fall joshua if you ha have your your hand firmly on the book of the law you will have good success my new testament brother and sister if you ha have your hand firmly on these things that we are talking about you will neither be barren nor unfruitful and you will never fall you can have more than that in fact that is how we are going to heaven we are sailing with these things in us and the abound abundance of them in us because he even says in verse 11 for so so an entrance admission shall be ministered unto you abundantly abundance for abundance listen if you want admission to be ministered to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our lord make sure these things are in you in abundance and savior jesus christ amen. amen what peter is saying is that if these things are in us if we have a firm handle on these things we will take off like eagles in the sky right to our destiny 
Amen. Sometimes you see, you see a plane take off and then it's going, it's going to disappear from your side. Yes, that's how we are going to be. Now, why this assurance that we will never fall, we will never be barren, we will never, never be fruitless? Why this assurance? Because without them, living the Christian life becomes very frustrating. We need an assurance that this thing is practical. It works. So the, the word of the Lord has assured us. There is assurance of faith that this thing works. You will never fall. Jude 1, 24. Jude 1, 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Amen. Amen. What is he able to do? What is he able to do? What is he able to do? This year, is he able to keep you from falling? If these things be in you, see, they make you fruitful useful and you'll never fall and god is able to do that assurance every child of god should expect fruitfulness should expect to get somewhere should not remain the same fruitfulness usefulness never falling they are not the special or the privilege of some special Christians. Now, I want to let me get the attention of the women here. Do you think it is special for a woman to give birth? I'm asking you, is it special? Is it special? No, it's not. What is special about a woman give birth? Are you not supposed to give birth? What is not special? What what is strange is when you are not. Am I right? It's, it's not special you know like like uh, peps came here on sunday it's not like hey what amazing no that is a even if they don't sit down well and marry and then go and play around it can happen to them are you following what i'm saying i'm using that as an analogy to tell that it is not a special thing to be fruitful as a christian oh paul is powerful and who are again the powerful people yeah, they are awesome. Lot of souls. Apostle this, Bishop that, Pastor this. Oh, they are super. Kansas enough. Don't go there. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't say it, but you can actually, you are actually saying it, but you don't say it. You want to tell somebody that, hey, my friend, you are not poor. You want to tell somebody. Because the first, the brother is trying to be he's trying to apply himself to the things of God. Hey, you are not Peter. You are not Elijah. You are Koku. <laughs> Stop what you are trying to do. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith they have obtained what what have they obtained 
So he's speaking to us right now. So we have obtained what? Now, you remember that when Peter went into the house of Cornelius and the Holy Ghost fell, when he came back and he was reporting, he said, what could hinder us from baptizing these people in water, seeing that God has given them the like gift? What kind of gift? What kind of gift? Is the Jesus we are serving now different from the Jesus they serve? The Holy Spirit we have, is it different from the Holy Spirit they had? Like precious faith should produce like precious fruits. Like precious faith should produce like precious fruits. So there's nothing special about it. If a woman can look at another woman and say, ah, you look like me. You, you're a woman just like me. I mean, you know but that you are not, I'm not like you, don't you? I'm a man and you are a woman. So, but if you can look at another person and say, no, identify that this is a woman, then no. I mean, what is explained of women? Husband, if they are not married, you know, their mind is all husband. And when the husband comes to you, they want a baby. And what again do they want? When the babies come, what? You don't know what you want, the women. Hmm? Dresses. <laughs> it's amazing. Like precious faith, you produce like precious fruits. Because God is no respecter of persons. What am I doing? I'm trying to wake us up into the common grace we have that we've been called to be fruitful, every one of us. The day Billy Graham gave his life to Christ, we are told he was the only one who came forward. Maybe it's the disappointment of the preacher. But like one man of God would say, crusades were going. When he was going to sit down, after they prayed for him, crusades were going. I know, pastors, I know a pastor who is 90 years old now. He is Billy Graham's convert. The man is 90 years. He's still alive. He has a great ministry. Fruitfulness is a common grace. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Fruitfulness is a common grace. Amen. Amen. It's not a special grace. That's the point. It's a common grace. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. So I can be fruitful and I can be useful. I can be. Hallelujah. Glory to God, I can be. Amen. And to ensure fruitfulness and steadiness. Steadiness means you never fall. There must be diligent application of the handles. That is the essence of verse 5. 2 Peter 1 verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence. Diligent application of the handles. 
the things God has given to us, we have to be diligent in applying ourselves to them so that we can share in the common grace of fruitfulness and usefulness and steadiness. Diligent application of ourselves is the order of the day for the Christian. Is the order of the day. I want to find out from you. What can the Christian do without diligence? Is it prayer? What, what can we do without diligence? Is it holy living? How did Joseph live holy? He ran. That is diligence. Running is diligence. It was not snoring. If you are the type, you are always snoring when you are supposed to be running, you are in trouble. You are like Samson. Instead of you to run, you are snoring on a wrong pillow. What can the Christian do without diligence? Preaching. <laughs> Preaching the gospel like I'm doing. To many people or just to one person. What can the Christian do without diligence? Overcoming temptation. Jesus was so exhausted after being tempted that angels have to come and strengthen him. That is how diligent he was in the wilderness. Part of the factors why any Christian will fall is because he was not diligent. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 Hebrews 12 15 looking diligently looking diligently looking diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God. So what is making you to fail of the grace of God? Lack of what? Lack of diligence. So you can add to your list. If you find out anything that we can do without diligence, I want to know as Christians. And join that session. <laughs> Romans chapter 12. Romans 12. Verse 8. Or oh, he that exalted on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that rules with diligence. You are ruling the Bible says it is with what? It is with what? Diligence. Verse 11. Not slothful in business. That is the negative. Turn it into positive. Be diligent. Not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit. Serving the law. That is how we serve the law. The way of serving the Lord is the way of diligence. The way of what? Serving the Lord is the way of diligence. There's no lazy way of serving God. If you find anybody who is lazy about anything they are doing in church, encourage them. Tell them to stir themselves up. Bring them to the scripture. No slothful in business, fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Our spiritual growth it stops where diligence stops. Think about it. Church growth, it stops where diligence stops. Your personal growth, it stops where your diligence stops. No diligence, no growth. We grow with diligence and stop growing without it.
we grow with diligence and we stop growing without it nobody stopped you you stopped yourself but we prosper through diligence and become poor through lack of it we prosper through diligence and become poor through lack of it hebrews 10 uh, proverbs chapter 10 verse 4 proverbs 10 4 he becomes poor he becomes what that deals with the slack hand do your hand like this say so when you deal with the slack hand you become poor but the hand of the diligent maketh what it make it rich hallelujah the hand of the diligent you become spiritually rich you even become materially rich so rich because of diligence I, I want us to look, look at your bible very well he didn't say he became poor that work in a certain company <laughs> don't blame your poverty on where you work come to your bible and understand the word of god he became a poor that deal with the slack hand god this is how god wants you to think either you are working in slack company or you are working in diligent company forget about all the other things you know or if i get this place i'll be rich if i get this place i'll be this is a spiritual law irrespective of where you are working or what you are doing diligence diligence recently i found out that in my reading that one of the so-called advertised and richest places somewhere in the middle east they are the most indebted including expatriates when you say somebody's an expat he is paid in normally in foreign currency huge sums of money but a lot of them are owing to the extent that the government has seized their passports so that they can't run away to their countries in that country maybe you have a relative you are taking picture from them you showing you but you don't know what is the, the waters passing under the bridge yeah so much debt so much sometimes they can chase somebody and go and arrest him in another country and bring him back the word of the lord is saying he become a poor that deal with a slack hand whatever that god has given to you apply yourself to it work hard in that area and then according to the word of the lord you shall be rich this exhortation from the second epistle of peter to add to our faith suggests that it suggests that you can be a mediocre christian therefore add virtue you can be a mediocre christian my pastor said when he gave his life to the lord he told himself i will not, I will not be a backbench christian you know what this 
I don't want to, I don't know whether they are to call them brothers or sisters, boys and girls who come to church and then they are the back. Look, in, I say to the glory of God, because you have testimony, testimonies are delivered from this. Me, my testimonies are always in this area. Never at the back doing what? I sit in here and look at the preacher's forehead until he gets embarrassed. I'm like this. If you see me that I am inside the people, it means that I sat where I was not supposed to sit. And then the ushers came and then they moved me and people had already come. So he said, get up. It's a reserved seat. But sometimes when I go, I say, okay, maybe let me leave the front seat one or one, two, three. At least. One minister traveled to another country. When he got there, the usher said, go to the gallery. He said, hey, do you know which country I'm coming from? <laughs> if you know where I've come from to church here, you won't tell me that thing. Come on for that. <laughs> no gallery. I'm sitting here. <laughs> May you come for front seat. Look at look at the people who sit there. They are the preachers. Look at Pastor Bass. Preachers. I, I'm going to be, let me I, let me be very candid with you. I, can I tell you how people have left the church? Let me be very practical with you. They sit here. Then they go to where Sister Rita is sitting. Then, <laughs> then practically. Then they go, eh, you can come and see me. I'll give you names when we close. They get to the So when I see them, that's how they go. Here, there, there, away. If you are listening to me and we have left it, you know what I'm saying. That's how you left. You were here. You went there. You went there. You went out. I'm a pastor. So only a doctor, a bad doctor doesn't know what goes on with his patients. That's how they go. If he's a pastor and he's about to go, he is about to manifest. Here, there, there, away. Sometimes they even go outside the region. <laughs> or the nation. Amazing. Far! The Bible says, and Followed afar off. It's not a good thing for you to be pimping with you. Eh, praise the baby at net now. Open was some co a cheap. I mean, you say, Oh, my cabby be with us. If you are true, would you a problem? Yeah, there are churches. If I go to now, I'll go to the front, they will bring me straight. I don't even say the back. If there's something, why, why is the pastor sitting at the back? No, 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 you should be here. Sometimes, excuse me, I'm sick, I'm this, I'm, I've never been sick in church. When I get to church, I'm well. If I'm coming to preach, I'm super well. <laughs> if we are going to heaven, they are hyper well. <laughs> Praise God. You can be a Christian. A mediocre Christian. So you have to be intentional about excluding sloppiness and shoddiness from your life. Be intentional. Be what? 
intentional. say there is a lot of sharp look up here. Sharpness is coming to church. My problem as God's servant is that who starts it? If you ask it, will be a carry through person, 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 person. No, we will be a heavy. You can pick a baby. Why it is? I'm not a show. I say, what to me? There must be order in church. Do people have the Holy Ghost? Do you feel do you have the emotions of God? Eh? Torn jeans. Now we the Aquaduma. Eh? We the Aquapalace. Unkempt. Who told music ministers to do that? You have succeeded in changing the lyrics, changing, you have messed up the theology of the song. You are still you are messing up your body too on top. Sloppiness and shoddiness. We are branching out the such that was some They don't bring your whole, you know, your messiness. When Joseph was going to see Pharaoh, the Bible says he shaved. I'm not saying that the fruit of the spirit is shaving. <laughs> but some courtesy. Are you following what I'm saying? Some gentle manliness. Some class about you. I mean, I saw a big boy recently. I, I thought they will come to do concert. They, those guys were preachers. I mean, how? Some why, why, what is this? Why all this flexing? Eh? It bothers some pride. There is nothing that I should do or put on to distract those of you who sit down here. It's not right. Common sense should even tell me that. Come, I can't distract the people. Sloppiness and shoddiness. When they go to school. You see, we are destroying the foundations of society. And church is becoming a part of it. In traditional schools, there are days we have inspection, isn't it? And when people are not well kept, you, you, you discipline them, the teachers. have not cut your nails. Let me see your teeth. Let me see your day. Then they grow up, they say, we don't care anymore. If you work in the bank, can you do that? You say, I have the liberty to do. One time I traveled with somebody who was working in the bank. And then we came overnight. We reached like dawn. We didn't come the, the day. It was a Sunday. We went to visit somebody. When we were coming, we was making calls in the car. But my <laughs> And You will lose your job. We are we are encroaching so much into the grace of God with naughtiness, in fact, with superfluity of naughtiness. Carry yourself well. Which president of the country do you see with those things on his head? The Kruber's president. They carry themselves in a dignified manner. And you are kings and priests unto our God. Can you say amen? Excellence, excellence, excellence. Not flamboyance and extravagance, but 
excellence that is christianity the exhortation also tell us you can be a christian all right but an ignorant christian therefore add to your faith knowledge you can be ignorant not in more become broad-minded as a believer but never get to the broad way that leads to destruction in the name of i want to be broad-minded inspect knowledge with care inspect knowledge with what be a knowledge inspector but add to your faith knowledge learn of christ learn of christ amen mr learn of christ learn of christ sometimes when some christians do something i even think of certain people that can they do this even before i think about christ the way you are taking your liberties you are accusing people criticizing people hey! spewing i mean all kinds of things it's amazing lane of christ say i'm meek and lowly in heart you look look your first point that you have learned christ your first point that i have learned is lowliness and meekness your first point that you have learned of christ so don't be making mouth mouth i am christ but you are arrogant and stinking pride meek and lonely gentle jesus make him out <laughs> you know when something comes upon people then they begin to shred all this into pieces hmm, say what gentle jesus make him out no it's not gentle jesus make him out no you know this i used to tell some folks that look look at these people the way they got born again it even affected the way they walk hey walking speaks there's a particular president there's a lot of noise about the way he walks you know he has some way look let's 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 think a little bit deeper how do you think jesus will walk christianity is we learn learn of me from meek and lowly in life and then learn from life itself learn when you read a book of proverbs say go to the ant don't not church go to the ant and learn that's like that learn from life learning from life is not looking on on your facebook and whatever and now people have dressed you know a new man who here learn from life serious lessons for your own improvement learn from life learn from others learn from your experience your experience is a school in itself don't let it go waste learn from it whether good or bad but always subject your learning to god's word subject your learning to god's word knowledge can poison you but god wants us to be empowered with it not poisoned with it first timothy chapter 6 first timothy 6 20 oh timothy 
keep that which is committed to that trust look at the affection with which paul the apostle is talking to him avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called that's poisonous knowledge colossians 2 8 colossians 2 8 beware see that lest any man any man don't tell me do you know what he has what does he have do you know what paul has he has been to school here he is dr so-and-so according to professor so-and-so one man i listen to who is a minister now the man who taught him in bible school taught him hebrew he made you know the students used to come for preaching practice when he was preaching the man was sitting down and shaking his head that you have embarrassed me you didn't do justice to the test he's a scholar in hebrew when the guy was dying he said he doesn't believe in god the prof it was the student who went to the one the man had graduated was a pastor he was the one who went to conduct his funeral for him does not believe in god and yet he is a professor in theology beware if that is all i would say tonight and i'll never preach again you will never hear my voice beware lest any man through any means there is a soul in you that is what i'm contending for there is a poisonous knowledge looking for you that is what i'm contending for therefore i line up with the apostle and i cry beware Let's any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Your life is more than a piece of bread. Somebody's vain concussions from his corrupt mind to destroy your life. Beware! After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. You can be a Christian, but an indisciplined christian therefore at your faith temperance let there be checks and balances in your christian life checks and balances check all this your late night course you see, Christianity is very, a very practical thing. You know? These apostles, they did not speak in generalities. And yet, Namiya said, you can be so direct and specific. And if truth is truth, it shall win. I came to preach to you that your life will be transformed. I didn't come here to inform you. That was my prayer when I was coming. That transformational mission, it begins from here. Our lives are transformed. We are not just informed. There is so much information going on in church. Changing nobody, changing nothing. Real Christianity changes you and changes the land. It changes you and changes the land. Not a bunch of people celebrating personal experiences and what, you know, this and that and what I saw and I went here and I went that. No. Real change. And then the land is also changed.
Praise God. Monitor what you allow your body and what you allow into your mind. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. That's what the Bible says. Philippians 4, 5. Let your moderation, your self-restraint, your discipline be known unto all men. Wow. The Lord is at hand. You know, Sunday I gave you a testimony of, is it a testimony? the word of God is a testimony though, that we give our lives first to the Lord before we give any other thing. This week, my father in the Lord was preaching and he said, at the beginning of their ministry, a rich man that he had, the richest so far in his church or whatever, he came to the office, like our office here, he saw, they were using typewriter in those days. He said, ah, this typewriter, uh, I can get you a, a good one. It's too old. Those days, they had IBM. Then he went to buy IBM and brought it. They started using it. Then not long after that, he heard that he has divorced his wife. And now you another person. And so sitting down in the chair, you know. He said, come here. I have heard that you have sacked your wife and have brought another one. He said, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, the box was there. The box that the thing was inside. He told them, once you sell machine, I'm going to find your box. Fuck off here. O card na yedi ko heaven. Yenyan fan ko heaven. Give to me the yere. O card na yedi ko heaven. We see me koto TV. Enyo TV na yedi ko heaven. O man ye 3,000 whatever to buy a TV. You na say, you are not correct. And you show now ye. You call my name. Father, Father. There's a place you say those things and it enters you very well. You remember many things. The guy, he said, Oh, I brought it before I sacked my first wife. I brought it before I sacked it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm the pastor, I read the Bible. You're just a businessman. You just go to your, your shop or wherever you go to just trade it. What do you know? He said, after they gave it to him, like rain, the same type of typewriter IBM, not only were all his branches, they were receiving uh, IBM, 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 IBM. Listen, if you stay with God, God will stay with you. There is something I find in Proverbs. When the Bible says the righteous or the just, in parentheses, the amplified Bible says the uncompromisingly righteous. I want my life to be just that. Uncompromisingly. Hey, uncompro- Satan comes. The world comes. The flesh comes. People come. Who are people? When I stand before God, where will be, where will be my mother and my father? Before God, will they come and say something for me? Uncompromisingly righteous. <laughs> I don't know the anointing. What that's the anointing I want? The anointing of uncompromisingly righteous. It's a good anointing. That one, Jesus will never tell you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. No, uncompromisingly. If you heal all the sick people and you still go to hell, what is the point? You raise all the dead people, and you and the, the dead people too went back into their dead in sins and trespasses. How many of you want to be uncompromisingly righteous? Hallelujah.
thank God for his gift of righteousness, but you must live in appreciation of that righteousness. Be uncompromisingly righteous. Praise God. We don't have to choose between faithfulness or fruitfulness. There's not like faithful, it is both. We can be faithful and fruitful. Faithful and fruitful at the same time. And it's a common grace. May that grace be multiplied through the knowledge of this message in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Show your excitement if you are blessed. Amen. Not really, not really the clapping, you know, but I want to see your face. You know, I just want to see that you are receiving. You know, my mind is that I really want to have an all night of preaching. There are many things see in chair for soa, you beat them by But we used to be chair for so. We will run over it. The reason why we don't want to have all night is because of our neighbors. There were just a few of us coming here on Friday night and stuff. We are preaching. You won't become what God wants you to become. I have to parallel the record of Paul. Preaching all night must go on record. easy, but for you to receive a tiny miracle, you have to go and fast and pray to come and pray to you. But when the the, the word is there. Then just one time things are happening praise god amen. amen pastors are thinking about their flock traffic days that i was in accra see they were telling me pastor no it's, it's we have to end service late believers have to sacrifice you will not leave by bread alone hallelujah father we thank you be on your feet we give you praise hallelujah thank you jesus thank god just for a few minutes before we go blessed be god blessed be god and the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus thank you for the handles and now lord i receive grace to have a firm handle firm hand on these handles firm hand a firm hand not a loose hand so that I'll be fruitful and useful and steady. I will never fall. I will never fall. I will never fall. Glory to Jesus. I will never fall. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray for you that you will never fall. You'll be fruitful and useful. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at me here by the grace of God. I will be fruitful and useful, Amen. and I will never fall. Amen. 
by his grace alone because it's a common grace it's not boasting it's a common grace like fruits following like faith praise the lord and i want you to be like that praise jesus amen and amen thank you lord we give you praise